It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For a preview of this weekend's events, I have Tampa Bay Times entertainment and events reporter Sharon Wynn who you can follow on Twitter at Sharon KWN, and you can find her reporting, of course, at TampaBay.com. Sharon, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to run through what's happening around town with us. But first, let me start with uh, a different thank you, uh, a thank you for the obituary that you wrote, a Aww. mentor of mine, a team member for iHeartMedia Tampa, Kane, uh, passed away hey. at the age of 43, and you, you wrote and you a know, piece. that story... Well, he was very well loved. That yes. story led our site for two or three days. There were almost like 300 comments on our Facebook page. It was like, I grew up with him. Like, everyone just, it's like they become part of your family, you know, yeah. when you have somebody in your, on your, playing on the school bus or playing on the carpool or playing in the office. And it's like, people just, it hit people hard. Yeah, it was a real gut punch uh, for me as somebody who, who looked up to Kane, learned from Kane. Um, it was uh, it was a tough start to the week, but thank you so much for the obituary. That Did you, you meet was, him in another market? Because he was in several markets. Uh, I actually know. I, I started at 93.3 FLZ back when I was 16, when I was in high school. Oh, okay. And and oh, okay. I interned for the station and grew up listening to Kane and then did some stuff uh, with his show. And just, you know, I certainly looked up to him uh, early on in my radio career. He had a big impact, even if it was from afar so uh it was a really it's nice to see it really is yeah it was it was a great tribute that you wrote to kane there in the tampa bay times so thank you for that i can tell from the reaction he was very much loved yeah now let's get to what's happening here across the bay area over the next few days first of all spring break yeah i did i kind of did the math it occurred to me all you know all the state colleges uf fsu USF, they all canceled spring break. What they're doing instead is going to end the semester early, mid, mid-April. mid That makes sense. Because their thought was they'll leave for the week and come back with COVID. Yeah. Which is probably pretty smart. Because right. I know in the public school system around here, they all left for Christmas and came back and they, there was a spike in cases in school. So they're not catching it in school. They're catching yeah. it when they get out and about. So I'm a little nervous. We're coming into this all six Tampa Bay area counties. Pinellas, Hillsborough, Pasco, Hernando, Manatee, and Sarasota all have the same spring break next week. So I just start tomorrow. They're all on vacation for the next seven days. That's more than half a million students, plus you add in staff and teachers. It's like you know, close to a million people who are going to be have time on their hands next week. So I expect the beaches will be packed. Disney actually is already sold out for the week next week because you have to get a reservation for your spot. They're sold out for the week. I'm going to keep an eye on, like, Bush Gardens and right. all those. I think the theme parks and the beaches will all be packed. And it's also St. Patrick's Day next week. Oh, my yeah. God. Between spring break and St. Patrick's Day, we're in for it next week, I think. Now, hopefully, most people who are out on spring break, when they're looking to do something during the day, they do it outside. Because I, I am not yeah. worried about the beaches, even if they're pretty crowded. I, I think we've seen time and time again that, for the most part, that's not a cause 
of I, I think we've, we found that because, like I said, with, with few theme parks and um, Super Bowl and places where people were outside, yeah. even if they were close, they seemed to be it, – it's being inside that is the problem. Right, and, and I'm actually – in probably, my opinion. <laughs> I'm actually probably going to get really annoyed because you know what's going to happen all next week, yes. all this weekend. The national media, they're going to be showing packed beaches in Florida uh, in relation right. to the spread of COVID. And it's probably not going to be right. the cause of spread at all. But you just yeah. you just hate for us to lose some momentum because of perhaps some some irresponsible behavior indoors where there could be spread. But we'll see. We'll have to hope for the best at the same time. Yeah, more and more I mean, people are getting vaccinated. We actually took a look at because some of them are tinkering with it. I noticed Disney, they are increasing capacity a little bit, but one of the things that some of the fans have noticed is they change the wording. Normally, people, when they sit down at a restaurant, they take their mask off. But Disney's wording got reworded a little bit, and it sounds like what they really want you to do is sit down and keep it on and only take it off when you are actively eating and drinking. Now, they're not enforcing it yet from what we can tell, but that does seem like they always kind of seem to lead the way on these masking policies. What I wonder think about the servers. I wonder if they do that, but at the same time, when you're walking around the park outside, mm-hmm. relax the rules there a bit. Where mm-hmm. again, you're outside; it's just a different setup when it comes mm-hmm. to the spread of the virus. So I want. I think there's going to be a lot of tinkering. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, right now the rule is: if you're outside, you have a mask on. Right. And let's say you've got a drink in your hand. If you want to take a drink, you got to sit down and be stationary. Mm-hmm. Take your mask off and get a drink. You can't just walk because people were using as a loophole, walking around with a chicken right, leg in their hand right. or something, and and uh, with their mask off. And they yes, they were onto them. So I think it's going to become we'll more see. difficult to keep enforcing that again as more and more people get vaccinated, and as it gets hotter and hotter outside. It's one thing to wear a mask outside oh, when it's like seventy-two degrees. When it's ninety, it is hard. <laughs> Yeah, not as much fun. I'm joined by Tampa Bay Times entertainment and events reporter Sharon Wynn doing a weekend events preview. Uh, So we have a huge event happening uh, here this weekend. Monster Jam, always a big fan favorite. I know. Well, it usually comes here twice. It'll come here and then it'll come back again six weeks later. They're not doing that this year. So it's just this weekend, Friday through Sunday. And, um, and also a little different in that masks are required. They're doing contactless payments, but that does allow you to kind of order your stuff ahead of time, and you can pre-order your stuff and pick it up. The audience is going to be reduced to 25% and separated into pods around Raymond James Stadium. Makes sense. They normally have a pit party, which is the day, like the couple hours before the show. People tailgate, and the trucks are out, and the drivers are there, and you get pictures with them. They're only going to do one pit party on Saturday from 4 to 6. Uh, and then even then, it's going to be they'll hand you pre-signed autographs of the drivers, and you, you're kind of at a distance. So they're doing their best. It's outdoors. It's um, so uh, it's Friday through Saturday at uh, Raymond James Stadium. Tickets start at thirty dollars at MonsterJam.com, and uh, it's a very popular show. It's, it's it, I call it the professional wrestling of um, auto things because yeah. it's like these these cartoonishly decorated trucks. My favorite is El Toro Loco with the big bullhorn. And of course, Grave Digger is the most popular one, and they and they do they do they're huge. They're like two thousand pounds. They, and they do flips and they crush lesser cars like school buses. It's really it's really a fun show. I I love it. Took my kids there. I've been keeping a close eye on how all of these events unfold because here in Florida there are no capacity restrictions, but you still have 
the organizers or the event spaces, they are putting their own restrictions into place. And it will be interesting to see if and how that eases up over the next few months. Yeah, that is what I'm going to keep an eye on because I do think they're doing that as a customer service. They know they have some customers that are uncomfortable with the place yeah. is packed. So they're trying to, to, to weigh both sides of letting people in, enforcing mass policies. And I, so this is kind of why I guess really got canceled, but like WrestleMania, which is outdoors in the stadium, did not. Because they feel like if you can control the gate, right. control how people act, you can kick them out. Some public party on a street you can't control. So... No, that's what I think we'll see more of. And I do think there's there's even a difference between Gasparilla and what we saw with the Super Bowl parades. Gasparilla is, mm-hmm. you know, that times what, like a hundred, oh, uh, you know, oh, yeah. whole different ball game. Yeah. Uh, let's They're talk 10, about deep. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the theaters, because there are a couple of, mm-hmm. of reopenings, including uh, one in St. Pete. That's very interesting. It, the old state theater. So it's been dark for two years because they got shut down. The fire marshal was saying they had to redo the place, and it had really kind of gone down a little bit. It got bought by uh, this realtor named Kevin Chadwick, who owns several of the Keller Williams places in town. His parents actually met there at the Tampa Theater in the 50s on oh, wow. their first date. And not met there, but that was their first date. <laughs> so he knew he had a connection to the place. Yeah. They got, gutted the place. He said he was going to commit a million dollars to it. When I talked to him, he wouldn't tell me how much, but it's way more than a million. And I believe it. It is beautiful. It's all Art Deco, Gatsby, 1920s-style, marble, chrome, you know, ivory. It's really beautifully done um, with, like, there's a front sitting room with these curvy velvet couches and two sleek bars overlook the floor. The floor, instead of, like, normally, you could put 800 people in that place. They're limiting to 300. Um, they have a little cafe table set up on the main floor and then upstairs in the mezzanine there's another bar and it's kind of stadium seating. Uh, they also opened up the space on the stage. There was a brick wall in the back, graffiti wall, that was a kind of where their green room was. And artists over the years, including John Bon Jovi and Pink, oh, wow. have signed it, have messages on it. So they read the stage, and now the audience can see that wall. And current artists, it's mostly the local artists who, who are playing there now, because there's no big national touring groups. But like, but the good ones, like the Black Honkies, Sean Hopper, the guitarist, um, Robin uh, Zander's son, Robin Taylor Zander, who I hear is very, I haven't seen him in person, but I hear he's really good. So they have a really good lineup of local acts playing music every night, no cover, free. And uh, they have also this classic cocktail, 1920s themed cocktail of, you know, some of the some of the ones you might have seen back when the flappers were there. And uh, some of them were dedicated to St. Petersburg. One is called the Alexander, named after the Alexander Bank that was the first thing in that building. And it's a boozy concoction of bourbon and coffee liqueur. He was thinking that the bank, that the bankers would use. And um, there's one called God's Waiting Room, which is St. Pete's old nickname. Um, and there's one named after Peppertown, which is the, one of the first African-American communities in the area um, because it was full of pepper plants all over the neighborhood. And it's kind of a spicy little drink. So I, it's a, a, Well, they so, really the, localized um, it. That's fantastic. They really did. Well, it was the bartender from... Um, not bartender, beverage manager, I guess you call him, because he's like, he's like one of those drinkologists. Yeah. From Mandarin Hyde, which is kind of famous for his cocktails, they hired him to kind of create this whole cocktail program there. And they have a special heirloom brand of popcorn out of these antique-looking machines that they're giving away free. And they have an aerialist that performs between shows. She's like, like, you know, Pink does that stuff overhead where 
in yes. between acts. There's it's like it's like it's like Jay Gatsby is throwing this party. Oh, that's pretty it's hilarious. And then the Tampa yeah, Theater is reopening too. Yes, they've been closed. I think since last March. I mean, this, they've been closed almost a year, and uh, they're reopening the store this weekend with a screening of Anthony Hopkins' movie The Father, which runs through the, <coughs> me, March twenty first. Masks are required. The temperatures and screening, and they're and they're going to be blocking off seats so people yeah. will so social distance. That's such a beautiful building. I'm so glad to see them back in business. Um, One of yeah, the things they've, they've been trying to be very careful. One of the things that I've understood a little bit less and less as the pandemic has gone on is why theaters weren't reopened sooner. Restaurants got reopened, and those are places where people are going to eat yeah. and talk and all of that. Theaters, you're basically just sitting there watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, do, I, mean, I do think it was the whole indoor space thing, but we've been very inconsistent about this. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's Theaters good to see. Theaters can at least separate people a little better than right. some restaurants do. Yeah, and they're um, and you, typically you not talking. You can rent out a theater. You can rent out a movie theater for about 100 bucks. Wow. They all run such dire straits. Several, not a great way to throw a party. You can have, play a movie and uh, um, like have a party where you have all your people can, can be spread around the theater. I'd yeah. be much more comfortable with that than I would a restaurant, you know? And then there's some more drive-in movies happening. That That's become a really big thing. It's yeah. going to be fascinating to see if that continues, which I think it might. Yeah, yeah, one thing. yeah I think so. I think we're going to see more and more of these. Um, Almost every week, I'm seeing some park somewhere doing one. This one, this week, is going to be Pinellas Park at Dixon Brothers Band Show. They're playing Sonic the Hedgehog. What I think was interesting is that it's 25 bucks per car load, and that includes a pizza and some candy oh, and um, popcorn. So that's a pretty good deal. Perfect. That is that's, a good deal. Um, yeah, it's Saturday at uh, England Brothers Band Show in Pinellas Park. I'm joined by Tampa Bay Times Entertainment and Events reporter Sharon Wynn. You can find her work, of course, at tampabay.com, and you can find her on Twitter at Sharon KWN. We're doing a weekend events preview, and let's get to a couple other things. The water parks are reopening, and then the Strawberry Festival continues. And, and Morgan brought yeah, up the point so when I talked to Morgan, because we, we took a look back at a year ago yesterday, because March 11, 2020 oh, was, idea. Yeah, was a day that, that everything really started to, to change in a big way. For when this it country, kind of dawned on us like, oh, this is serious. Yes, once yeah, once Tom Hanks thing. got it, I think it opened people's eyes. Yeah, They're I like, oh, oh no, whoa! <laughs> but I talked to her, and she spent every day. She made cancel, the point cancel, cancel. that the Florida Strawberry Festival—that's like the one big event that really didn't get impacted by it because they were they were able to get their it in last year. Was, yeah. yeah, their timing was perfect. It was the last week of February into the beginning of March. Was mid March when everything closed. They just missed it, and they had a pretty decent um, showing. It was the news was just trickling out then. Yeah. Um. And and actually, I'm going to revisit with them because I I talked to them, and they're doing a they have doctors walking the grounds every day and giving them advice on what they might, might want to change or close this gate. Which I thought was a, I'm going to talk to them when this is over and say, "What'd you learn? Yeah. What can the fair and WrestleMania learn from you guys about how to manage the crowds?" Um. But if you saw the governor and his family were at the, at the Strawberry Festival last week, they got a lot of flack because they posted pictures on Instagram with none of them wearing masks and riding rides. It's like, oh, great. Well, he, <laughs> he, he never wears a mask. He just no. he hasn't throughout the no. entirety of the pandemic. But but also, you know, again, the the Strawberry Festival outside a little bit different. But, but you don't yep. want to the, – the problem, I thought – Governor, is you don't you don't want to go against what the Florida Strawberry Festival is trying to get people to do, regardless of what you think yeah, about were, it. 
yeah, they were more strict than he was. You're right. Yeah. They really were encouraging people to do it. And then finally, uh, the Florida Orchestra, their concert, Masterworks. Tell us about that because it's great that that they're back up and running. Yeah, they've been doing this since they had restarted about a month or two ago. They have live concerts like in the Happy Theater, but they also offer a streaming option for their fans who, you know, don't feel comfortable going out, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. So they're doing socially distance on the stage, and they have a oboist who's playing uh, Serenity. And that's at 2 and 8 p.m. Saturday and 2 p.m. Sunday. And um, they're also going to be do Mozart's uh, Grand Partita. So, but there's also, if you go to the Florida Orchestra's website, they also have streaming options to also watch the show, so which I think is good way to kind of be the best of both worlds. Well, I know so many people are looking for things to do, getting a bit antsy. And, and the great thing about what you put together every week, uh, especially right now, is more and more things are coming up that, that people can do. Uh, you lay it yeah, all out. I, I, and, every week, I'm yeah. seeing more and more. I, I, but I also try to also focus on the ones that appear to be trying to do it right. right. Going outside, trying to enforce things. And um, uh, yeah, well, we had a Super Bowl. I was avoiding listing some of the parties I knew were going to be trouble. Yeah, know? exactly. Right. And so people can, <laughs> they can feel confident that when they check out your events, the yeah. setup is going to be right. Tampa Bay Times Entertainment right. and Events Reporter, Sharon Wynn with the Weekend Events Preview. You can find all the events at tampabay.com. And of course, you can find her on Twitter at Sharon KWN. Sharon, always love talking to you. We'll catch up with you again next week. Always good. Thanks a lot. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.